0: Lewis. What's up, Kyote? and what's up, listeners? Welcome to this latest installment of Let Me Just Say This. And I am excited because we are six days away from the granddaddy of them all, as they used to call it, Wrestlemania. We are... Five days away from New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor presents G1 Supercard live from Madison Square Garden. And we are just a mere four days away from NXT TakeOver New York live from Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. What's up, Kyote?
1: What's going on, sir? Do you feel it in the air, Lewis? Can you feel it in the air? WrestleMania season. This is going to be a hell of a weekend, man. Hell of
0: a weekend. It's, it's going to be a great I, I, I can't even put into words how excited I am. People that are listening to this episode are gonna be like, why is he so fucking excited? Well, <laughs> the, <laughs> the reason why is because Kyote and I, I'm actually flying out to New York, okay? If you don't know, I live in Texas. So I'm flying out to New York this weekend for NXT TakeOver, WrestleMania Access, G1 Supercard, and I'm gonna be not in attendance uh, at MetLife for WrestleMania, but we're gonna watch WrestleMania at a bar and Kyyote and I will be at WrestleMania access this Friday as well as NXT takeover so Friday is gonna be pretty very- simple
1: yes man I, I can't wait I'm very excited looking very looking forward to NXT never been to access so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a good one man have you ever be been really to good. takeover uh no we never been to takeover either no
0: Wow, so Friday's gonna be a bunch of firsts for you, that's cool. Yeah, man. man, yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be fun. I am gonna be so burned out by the time Sunday comes. <laughs> I like, know, man, I know, I know. Like, it is gonna be crazy, just imagine, we got WrestleMania access Friday afternoon, then I gotta, uh, get my energy up somehow because we got an epic takeover with a really stacked card. Yeah, and, uh, then we have some shenanigans afterwards, who knows. Yeah, right. Yeah, then there's Saturday, I got the G1 super Card. I wish you were in attendance for that too, because that is a ridiculously crazy card, man. Yeah, you know what, man, I, I, I wish I
1: was too, because I, I could use some background on some of these people, on some of the guys, I know, I know, you know, like Jay Lee, for and you know stuff like that, but I, I don't know all the rest. Uh, so being being in attendance would have been really helpful for me to see, uh, just see what this is all about. Which would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, I think if this would have been your first experience watching New Japan or Ring of Honor, I think it would have been the right way to get exposed to both okay. Because I'll be honest with you. I don't watch Ring of Honor like that. And New Japan, I only watch their big events. So I watch their G1 Climax tournament every year. I watch Wrestle Kingdom. I watch their Dominion pay-per-view, which is every June. So I watch some of their marquee events. So, But it's okay. not like I'm following every single event. I don't subscribe to their network or anything like that. But I know enough of it to know most of the roster, which is why I'm excited for this event. And the same thing oh. with Ring of Honor. I watch maybe like two, three events out of the year. I'm well aware of Jay Lethal, obviously, from his TNA days. Mm -hmm. Adult Castle. Marty Skrull is in the main event. I know Marty Skrull from New Japan and all that good stuff. So it should be a hell of a lineup, man. Um, I mean, on paper, there's like – it's like WrestleMania-type stack where there's over 10 matches, but you know that there's going to be at least – if you're familiar with the product, that is at least five or six – Pot- uh, potentially show stealing matches that could end up being match of the year candidates
1: yeah, you know uh, I-, I hear that so I've been listening to a lot of a lot of podcasts on just exactly how stacked the card is who you know what matches to watch out for um, and to me I mean it sounds dude it sounds amazing um, I mean it sounds like it's going to be a hell of a show and then I've heard some people who say that it's it's going to it on paper it should be okay but who knows how the outcome will be of these certain certain matches um you sound you sound like you're you you sound like you're satisfied so i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go by you and just be like listen it sounds like a staff card it sounds like it's gonna be a good show so i mean i i you know it it sounds it, it sounds like it's gonna be a hell of a show that's all i'm saying so i'm gonna look some of the i'm gonna look up Some of these matches and uh, and go on StubHub and see if they got some tickets because uh, everyone's hyping this up.
0: Listen, (laughs) and it's it's Madison Square Garden. This is a big deal for both companies. This is the first non WWE event at Madison Square Garden in over sixty years. That's crazy, man! Wow. Yeah, and that is. I don't think people really understand the extent of how important this is for guys like Okada, Tetsuya Naito, Jay Lethal. Like these guys are headlining a Madison Square Garden show and they are not, I would hope not, but they are not taking this lightly, you know, because they may not get this opportunity ever again. That's true. And
1: this is big because like you mentioned, yes, they are in the garden, you know, they are, you know, they're in Vince territory, so they gotta show up man i mean they gotta they really gotta put on a hell of a show and apparently i mean it sounds like they will so i mean let's see man let's see what happens uh i'm excited i'm excited this is great i mean you know what it is louis It's, it's the feel of the weekend you know it's not just it's not just run by wwe but you got you got R you got roh and new japan in town
0: uh, there's going to be a bunch of wrestling nerds all over the place. It's going to be amazing.
1: It's going to be amazing, man. Yeah,
0: that's that's pretty much the, the part that I'm most excited about, just interacting with a whole bunch of wrestling nerds. Yo, I almost forgot to give a shout-out to my cousins. My cousins are going to fucking be in attendance, man. Shout-out nice. to, shout to Mike and Matthew. They're going to be with us for NXT TakeOver, and they're going to be with me for G1 Supercard, and they're going to make it out to... Jack Dempsey's bar for WrestleMania. Shout out to Yep, I like Wrestling and Sonny Sofrito and all those people. Uh, the whole- man, nice, man. Yeah. So this is just going to be a wrestling nerdy, I don't know what you call it, type of weekend. This is this is like <laughs> this is what I, I I peak for as a not peak for, I I don't know what terminology I'm using. I'm so excited. This is <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what I strive for. That's what I'm looking for. This is what I strive for as a wrestling fan to experience an entire weekend of just back-to-back wrestling fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's a uh, it back-to-back wrestling fun. Plus, uh, you know, it, it, it's in New York. So it's got that feel. Uh, hopefully the weather's good, which we got to worry about, but you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be great man it's gonna be it's gonna be fun uh uh you know i i'm really really looking forward to just um having it back in new york i don't think the last time i i don't think i've been to any major pay-per-views uh other than i i went to i i, I went to a, a summer slam a few years ago when it was in new jersey
0: and um uh, did I a, few, a few years ago. Well, Jeez. I because I, I know Summerslam twenty fifteen was in uh
1: the no Barbers. no not twenty fifteen, man. I'm talking way back. I'm I'm thinking I, I think I, I went to the SummerSlam when uh Jersey. It wasn't even at the Prudential Center. It was at uh the other one. Maybe was it Continental? Continental Airlines. Continental
0: Airlines. Holy because shit. Because I know yeah, I think SummerSlam it was, summerslam o two was nassau Coliseum
1: no no, no, it wasn't that one it was it was a uh, man triple h came back it was a big it was a it was a relatively big summerslam, but the show itself kind of fell flat
0: oh, oh. this this is this is why you would want me on your team if there's ever wrestling trivia that was summerslam two thousand seven yes two thousand
1: seven yes 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 yes.
0: Yeah so that that was, that was main evented by uh Randy Orton versus John Cena for the title.
1: Exactly. That's the one I went to and then I was at a rumble and I went I went to a, I went to the rumble in in Madison Square Garden.
0: Oh you were there too? Uh, yeah, I was there. I was there
1: I was that. there I was there too. Um so yeah, though it's been so it's been a while. So it'll be it'll feel good to get back into the New York the thing, man, you know.
0: Damn, that's that's fantastic! Running running through this wrestling history It's giving me goosebumps. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your expectations for WrestleMania access? Because I've been looking at vlogs online and different yeah. accounts of what what goes on. Because they also announced—I sent you that link last week—but they announced that there's going to be some NXT. Ta- uh, I think it's some, no, not some NXT exclusive NXT tapings, but some WWE Network uh, tapings for later really? shows like yeah you remember how they had the worlds collide uh tournament? Yes. so they're gonna be taping some matches on friday uh well throughout the weekend as well oh word oh yeah, okay. so, yeah so maybe i don't know which specific matches we would be able to see on friday but we might be able to catch one of those tapings oh
1: nice see i What I've done, Lewis, is I've I've not looked at anything. I kind of want to just walk into it and be amazed or be disappointed. So I just (laughs) so I kind of I kind of just want to, with access, I purposely have not looked at anything. NXT, I've I didn't watch the last show. Uh, I didn't watch I didn't watch the last taping. I don't know if I want to. I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this week's taping, but I I've been purposely. Not wanting to hype myself up, um, I know. And I know NXT is going to be great. Oh yeah, uh, the, I yeah. mean the card is. I mean the card is stacked. Um, but if everything else, I kind of just, you know, I just want to be pleasantly surprised, man, or just or or pleasantly pissed
0: off. It's going to be one of them. So <laughs> we'll we'll see, man. You know what? I don't think you're going to be disappointed by a Takeover because I've been to a Takeover before, and it it is. It's a different kind of fan base because you could say that it's WWE fans, but these are more of the smart fans. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to see – you won't even see as many children in the audience as as opposed to if you went to actual WrestleMania or Raw or SmackDown because that's the mainstream WWE audience. But the NXT, that's more of a niche thing. So you're going to see guys like us that have the insider information and all that kind of stuff. So oh, that's good. You, that's you good. can expect the main event between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole to be split down the middle because they are both way over with with the with the NXT favorite. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for with the with the NXT crowd and, uh, the, and fan the underground, base and- yeah, the underground fan base, if you will. Okay, okay. See that
1: that that's good because I like being around. Uh, when I'm at those type of shows, I love being around just uh just just pure wrestling fans um which is important you know like the old are the older crowd the ones who grew up watching hogan or grew up watching macho man and honky tonk know who these people are like the heart foundation like know who these people are can hold a conversation understand what they're seeing as far as psychology in the ring like that sort of thing you know, I I love being around fans like that. So I can't wait. That's going to be great. That's, I have been to. I do take. I have. I went to an NXT show in New York, but it wasn't. A, it definitely wasn't a takeover. It was a show that was in the theater se- the theater part of Madison Square Garden a few years back.
0: Oh, I think uh, I remember that. Yeah, it
1: was. It was. It was in. A, it wasn't a take. Definitely wasn't a takeover. But it was in the theater part. Which was really cool because you felt like it was more intimate, man. Like you felt yeah. like you were right there. Um, which was really cool. So I have been to an NXT. Uh just not just not takeover.
0: Yeah, my first wrestling event uh moving here to Houston was actually an NXT event. It was like a week after I moved here, three years mm-hmm. ago. And it was at the Music Revention Center in downtown Houston and same kind of deal. It's a very intimate venue, so yeah. you, can, you can feel the electricity in the audience. Nice, man. Nice. And, and and how that was three years ago? Yeah, that was July, the last week of July in 2016. I, I had that poster in my closet. Uh, I want to get that laminated because I bought uh, a program that showed yeah. the card for that show. And boy, have things changed. Because it was main evented by... Samoa Joe and Bobby Roode against Shinsuke Nakamura and Finn Balor in a tag match. Wow! You That's also had, yeah. You also had the revival defending the tag titles against DIY before they were even called DIY, and that was the same. What's amazing about that match, and I'm proud that I was in attendance for, was it was the same exact match that you saw three weeks later at NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Mm. Same exact match, same spots and everything. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same finish. So when people were raving about I'm like, yeah, that was a hell of a match, but I actually got to see it last month. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so one day I'll laminate that poster and frame it. For, you you gotta frame
1: it and it put it up somewhere, man. Yeah, you, you gotta put that in the man cave, dude. That's great.
0: Hell yeah. Very nice. Yeah, let's get into NXT TakeOver predictions. So there are only five matches, which which, that's what I love about TakeOver too. They don't overdo it with the amount of matches. They usually give five matches so that each match could get the right amount of time that it deserves for all of that build-up. And so then when you finally get the ending of the match, it pays off. Um, Yes. So Aleister Black and Ricochet won the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, obviously. And they will be... Challenging the War Raiders for the tag team titles Who do you who do you have in this match? Because this is a weird match, right? Because the War Raiders They haven't really had any title defenses Since winning it at TakeOver Phoenix back in January And Ricochet and Aleister Black Are flirting with being main roster champions Or, or main roster tag team So I don't really know what direction They're, they're going to go with this
1: well it's funny you say that Lewis because
0: uh before we before we started the show
1: I was actually watching some clip some some of raw and uh Aleister black and ricochet are are facing uh they're facing the revival for the tag team championships oh shit they uh, are yeah, they weird. are tonight tonight so um it's a weird match Lewis because Dude, honestly, I don't know what they're doing with them. Like with uh with with, with Alistair Black and Ricochet. I don't even know if the company knows what they're doing with them. I think they <laughs> stuck them as a tag I think they stuck them as a tag team. Uh just because they I, I just I think it's just because I think they would be way better as a single single uh talent, but um I, I don't they don't need to be a tag team. It's not like they need each other. So I, I don't know. I don't get why. I, I don't get the psychology behind it. Um so yeah, it's a weird match. And I think that the war I think uh I think the the Roar is is the War Warriors, uh the warriors. I, 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 Raw Raiders, yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna definitely go over on this one. I think they're gonna win. Um they need to win because they need a big to make them legit, or to make them show some type of dominance, you gotta you gotta have them win a at either either a big spot like a takeover, or b against someone big, as a tag team, which would be obviously Alistair Black, and uh, and Ricochet. So, if you're establishing the War Raiders as a dominant tag team, then they have to go over at a major pay per view. Uh, in New York City. Unless, unless the plan has always been that Alistair and Ricochet stay on NXT and they become a tag team and win the titles. But to me, that wouldn't make sense. So the only logical thing is that War Raiders win at NXT and Ricochet and Alistair Black will possibly win at WrestleMania. That's my prediction.
0: That makes sense, man. That that makes a lot of sense. Then again, do mean, we have takeover. We had there's another takeover in May. So if Alistair and Ricochet win the tag team titles, it's possible that they could just drop it right back at the next takeover event. That's a possibility. Hmm.
1: That's a possibility. What what do you think?
0: I think exactly what you, whatever you, you your prediction is is aligned with mine. I think that the okay. War Raiders it. it I see it more for the War Raiders going over. Yes. But there's a part of me where I think that they, they're going to give Ricochet and Aleister Black that big moment, like you said, in, at the Barclays. And the fans are going to go shit because they're obviously both massively popular. Um, that could go either way. That's why I think it's weird. But I think the smart business move, since they're flirting around with those two on the main roster, I think the smarter, longer long-term investment would be war raiders retaining
1: yes i totally agree i
0: totally agree and i listen i like them man
1: yeah They're they're big dudes that can move um they they got good ring presence the gimmick is the gimmick is cool uh uh you know so i i mean have they i don't think they've had a big win on a big stage yet right since winning the titles correct
0: yeah, they if haven't I, done much of anything, honestly.
1: Yeah, so if you're going to, like you just said, if you're going to put them over, this is it. This is New York City, Brooklyn, why not? This would be the place. But like you just said, again, I wouldn't be surprised if you gave that to Ricochet and Aleister Black. But you could do that for them with them winning the tag titles at WrestleMania. So, that it, I think that's that, going
0: to be interesting. <laughs>
1: I think they would win those titles at Mania, dude. I honestly think because they're they're in the tag team match, aren't they? They're in that uh they're in a they're in the Mania tag team match, I believe. There's like 12 there's like 12 matches on that card, dude. I'm I'm losing track
0: of who's on what. Like Dude, 12 We'll get into that later, but yeah. I think I think you're being nice. I think there's more than 12 at this point. Jesus, Christ. dude, that
1: show is going to be 9 7 hours
0: easy. Good God almighty. Seven hours easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. I'm so I'm so glad that I have no interest in attending a WrestleMania anymore. Just too long, man.
1: It's it's long. Honestly, you remember I told you about me taking my wife? I'm so glad I didn't get those tickets because she would have killed me if Dude. she's sitting there. Oh my god, Lewis. I would have yeah. been, I would be texting you. Listen, man, I think we're getting a divorce. I think it's over. <laughs> because she would have killed me, man. Oh, my God. She would have yeah, killed me. Yeah, Kate, Kate would
0: have had your head
1: on a pole. No. At, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Because those show, man, the shows are getting long, man. I mean, damn.
0: We, but, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get into that when, when, yeah, we, yeah. when we predict some, some outcomes. Sure, um, sure. Speaking of a match that is going to be crazy Well, we weren't really speaking about a match. That's going to be crazy, but I'm speaking about it now is, uh, Matt Riddle challenging for the, the North American championship because Velveteen dream, this crowd is going to be electric because Matt Riddle grew on me. I wasn't, I wasn't really into him when he first debuted last year, but cause I never really watched his stuff back in, uh, wherever he came from. I don't remember if it was impact or ROH, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he he's grown him. He's he's really good in the ring. He's got a, a very good uh level of in ring intensity. And Velveteen yeah, Dream, right. he does what he does. And I'm expecting this match to potentially steal the show. Uh, I think I, Velveteen Dream goes over. You think Velveteen goes over? I yeah. uh hmm.
1: God, this is this one's a hard one to call because honestly. They're both i I've always liked riddle uh since riddle stepped in, I knew he would be special, I knew they would be high on him. he's got great ring like you said intensity, great ring awareness and presence um the gimmick is eh, it's okay i get, I did get it it's yeah. special uh but it's a, it throws you off because of his in ring work, like his in ring work doesn't necessarily fit his gimmick in a way like his gimmick is it's almost like a it's like a it's like a soft coating versus his gimmick is like this uh, the in ring work is like this hardcore like shit like it's it's a real he's really really good and fun to watch he is. Um, he is fun to watch velveteen is great i mean listen <laughs> velveteen is great uh but like other pot other uh wrestling professional podcasters i've listened to they all are very afraid of Vince destroying him when he gets called up to the main roster, like yeah, I can see it, becoming like a gold dust. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, look, dude, they are. Uh, I, I just hope that does not happen to him. Uh, if I had to pick who's going over Lewis, I, if, if, if there's no plans to bring up Velveteen after this, then I'm saying Riddle's going over to bring Velveteen up. I don't I unless you want to keep him there, sharpen his skill a little bit more and hold the champion hold the hold the championship like hold the championship belt, then maybe. But honestly, he doesn't even need to hold it. So I'm I'm thinking. We may get a major call up, and it will probably be Velveteen. I right. and I'm so I'm I'm saying he's dropping it.
0: Wow, that's a bold I'm prediction. Saying
1: I'm saying he's dropping it. I'm gonna I'm possibly gonna be very wrong at this, but uh, something tells me. Like honestly, do you think what more is he staying in NXT for, dude? Like why?
0: Well, I think because. WWE found themselves in a position where they call, they're calling up too many people too soon. And they're not, they don't have any direction for them. Um, We've seen EC3, Nikki Cross, Candice, uh, not Candice LeRae. uh, Who's the other one? Lacey Evans. We've seen all of those people called up in the past couple of months and they've done nothing with them. So I think WWE is at a point where, they're realizing that they have too many people on the main roster and it wouldn't hurt to keep the, the those guys and, and ladies down at NXT a little longer. Velveteen Dream could carry NXT for the next year as the face of NXT. If he drops the North American title, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be called up. That could just mean that they're going to put him into the main event contention and uh, finally win the NXT title.
1: So yeah, so that 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 was my that was the point I was trying to make is that if if they have plans for him to be the man who's holding the title and put him in the in the in the championship program, then I could see that I could see him dropping the North American title to Riddle and then they throwing him into the main event or whatnot. So I I see that I get it. I don't know why part of me thinks that because it's WWE, not to expect what they should do, but expect what they think they should do or what they think would be best. Um, I, I just, I, I, I listen, I don't want him to get called up yet because I'm afraid that he's going to get lost in the shuffle and it's going to be uh, a month full of all Velveteen and then he just slowly disappears. So I, I just hope that doesn't happen. But I don't know why. Part of me thinks Riddle, Riddle's going over. I don't know why. But this will be because because didn't I think Velveteen, went over in Brooklyn already, so he went big in that match in Brooklyn. I just forget. I it escapes me who he. He beat E C three. He beat E C three in Brooklyn. Not a great match, but unless they, I don't know unless they want to play the whole street thing and. He's, and, and he goes over again in Brooklyn. I mean, there's so many angles they can go with it. Um, I just I, I just hope they do right by him, man. I'm, I'm going to still go with Riddle. I'm still going to go with Riddle.
0: Mm. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Now, that fatal four-way match for the women's title, that should be really good. I don't really know who wins because... Of- it'll be the easy pick would be Shayna Baszler retains, but I think they have plans to bring Shayna Baszler and company, uh, the other two to, uh, the main roster. Like if Ronda Rousey does indeed stick around, I could easily see Shayna Baszler and the other two coming up and them forming the four horsewomen. And we get a big four horsewomen versus four horsewomen angle. Um, I could see that happening. So it's very possible that Shayna Baszler does drop the title. And if she does drop the title, I think Io Shirai should be the one to win. Mm. I know you're, you're probably thinking Bianca Belair because she has a little more flair to her character, but I don't, I still don't think Bianca Belair is ready. I think mm. Io Shirai is a far better worker. She's, um, she's very likable. She's got a good look. And even if it's a short term rain, I would rather see Io Shirai walking out with it. Um that's just my my take though. I I I I was shocked
1: about the Io Shirai. I didn't even think about it until you until you brought that up. I mean, yes, Io Shirai all around is probably the better pick. I definitely don't think Shane is staying around past this NXT dude. I think she's coming up. Um because there's just been too many rumors of her coming up. There's just been too many things happening around the women's division in right. on Raw and on SmackDown to not call her up. Plus the rumors of, 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 of Ronda Rousey possibly leaving to have a baby at some point, possibly after this mania. So with all of that said, this is probably the best time to bring Shayna up. So Shayna's dropping. My prediction, and I, listen, I'm not crazy about the prediction, but Bianca Belair, dude, I think they're 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 crafting her to be, be be the one. Um, she's still very green in the ring. Um, her promos are pretty good. Yeah, the the gimmick is good. She looks good in the ring. She's beautiful. Period. Great body. Athletic. Uh, I would think they're probably going to take the chance and put it on her. I mean, she because this is I think this is what the second title title uh, title shot she's at, or maybe even third, um, and she's lost them all. So uh, yeah, I I don't think they I don't think they're going to put that on Eros Shirai. If they do, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked, and, and I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I'm I'm going Bianca. I think. I think they're very high on her. I think they see a lot in her. Uh her in ring is just a very, very, very green for me. I mean, you could tell she's very new at this still. But she's super yeah. athletic. She's super athletic and that's what's that's what's pulling her apart from that stigma of being just green in the ring. So I'm I'm going Bianca.
0: I feel you, man. Yeah, I feel you. That that's going to be another interesting. See the, the the matches that we've talked about on Takeover, they're not as clear cut as as you would like to think, and no, that's what I, that's not. what I love about the card because there's there's this sense of unpredictability because you really you really can't call it.
1: No, you can't. Which is which is what I love going into pay per views about man. Like that's how it should be. You know, like yeah. you don't you don't, you don't want to you don't want to easily predict everything. I mean you want to think a little bit who, who could get this what could happen you know it's just i don't know you want to be able to go in there and uh and be and be shocked and surprised and all that stuff so
0: yo off the top of my head i i feel like i'm missing a match um because i was i was going to ask you for your predictions for the main event but i feel like i'm missing a match we had the team oh, yeah. title it, match
1: what else uh, North American heavyweight championship. Is that? Is there only? Are there only four matches? I thought there was five. I was I was under the I was under the impression there was five of them. Um, hmm. wait a second.
0: Are we that team? Yeah. Well, in any in any case, if if we remember, <laughs> cause I don't, yeah, yeah, I, don't yeah. I don't have that that shit in front of me. I, I'm I think it's just four matches. Now that I'm thinking about it, really, unless because the main event between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole is two out of three falls, so they might just uh, go like a, give it an epic thirty-five forty-minute match. I can see that. Know, you know,
1: that, that, that okay, that that would make sense.
0: Now, here's the million-dollar question. Since Tommaso Champa's injury just really fucked everything up. Oh, man, yeah. Johnny Gargano or Adam Cole, who is the right person to go over? Because in my opinion, they both need a win. Johnny Gargano needs that definitive victory as the face of NXT. He has been consistently for the past year and a half He has been consistently putting on legit match of the year candidates at every single takeover. This guy is incredible. No matter who he's working with, it's like a legit five-star match, whether it's Ricochet or Alistair Black or that masterpiece he had with Andrade last year, Tommaso Ciampa Mm -hmm. at this velvety dream, this guy, he, he just cannot do any wrong. So I feel like, this takeover was supposed to be his coronation because he was supposed to finally get that definitive win over Tommaso Ciampa. But since that's out of the books, do you still give Johnny Gargano his moment or do you give it to Adam Cole, who is also in desperate need? I think he's in more of a desperate need of a win than Johnny Gargano because he hasn't had any really, Truly remarkable wins outside Of that ladder match a year ago For the North American title So if they don't have Any plans of bringing Undisputed Era Up to the main roster which I don't think they Are going to do at this at this moment In time it would make sense To just have Adam Cole be the heel Champion until I don't know maybe somebody like Velveteen Dream Or Matt Riddle or somebody could take the title off him Like a monster babyface and then bring Johnny Gargano up to the main roster
1: uh I I I I actually agree with you that Adam Cole is really in need of a win. Um I am going on the side of Adam Cole going over on this. Yeah. Um I I love I think Adam Cole is amazing. Um really, really, really smart wrestler uh in the ring, really great performer, um great mic skills. G- he gets it. I think he would be an amazing heel champ. Um he cuts a great promo. He reminds me of Ed cuts a, yeah. Yeah. Cuts a yeah cuts a good yeah that that's that's accurate. Cuts a good promo. Um I I see him uh see him going over for this I'd like to see him go over this for this. Uh, If Gargano won, I wouldn't be mad. But I think I think Cole needs it just a little bit more than Gargano. Gargano has been in Gargano has been in a lot of great matches, a lot of great programs recently. And um, I think if he took the L on this, it wouldn't it wouldn't damage him. Um, But if Cole lost, I just feel it makes him look like this loudmouth, uh, this loudmouth, uh, unassuming, like not uh, not timid, not intimidating at all type of opponent. It makes him look like a joke, uh, where he keeps talking about how great he is and how he deserves it and how he's it's his title, but he keeps losing or he's never won it, uh, and 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 he's supposed to be this leader of this this frac this this faction that ha- carries all the titles and all this stuff like. I just think he needs it just a little bit more. Uh, so Cole, Cole, is my, Cole is my pick.
0: Yeah, I think that's the smart pick. Um, yeah, just like you said, Johnny Gargano wouldn't really suffer all that much. I mean, he no. loses a lot uh, anyway, but he's he's got that Teflon characteristic where he can lose and lose and lose, and it still wouldn't really affect him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that and, and sorry, bar that that match we're missing was the UK Championship Pete Dunn versus Walter.
0: Holy shit! How the fuck did I forget that? Yeah, what Pete the Dunne
1: versus fuck? Walter?
0: Man, I don't that's, watch that's NXT. Gonna be great. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking great. I don't watch NXT UK. Um, yeah, but listen, I know who Walter is, and I love Pete Dunn. Enough said. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's gonna that be, is, that's gonna man.
0: be epic. Holy cow! This this card is amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's that's a hell of a card, man. Seriously. Hell of a card.
0: Well, when we come back, we're gonna give our <laughs> our WrestleMania predictions and we're gonna give our thoughts on this extremely extended pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> so so stay tuned, listeners. Welcome back, everybody. I know that first segment went on way longer than it was supposed to, but that's what happens when you got two wrestling nerds shooting the shit over WrestleMania weekend. Absolutely. WrestleMania 35, MetLife <laughs> Stadium, Sunday, April 7th. Now, let me get up and stretch a little bit. Let me stretch a little bit. Let me
1: uh, <laughs> because I feel like that's what a lot of people are going to be doing in that in that in that stadium, man. They're going to be doing a lot of stretching.
0: Hell yeah! Wait, hold on. Before we go into this ordeal of a card, let's take uh, let's go back into the time machine, if you will. Let's jump into the Delorean. I've Ooh. been, I've been reminiscing a lot about WrestleMania. This is what I typically do in my mind. I have like a really sick mind when it comes to wrestling. So, whenever there's a big pay-per-view, and it's that kind of season, whether it's Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, etc. I go back and I revisit and replay in my mind like some of my favorite matches, some of my favorite pay per views, some of my favorite moments from that specific event. And recently, I revisited WrestleMania 20. Well, the WrestleMania 20 main event, Triple H, Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels for the World WWE Title, and it is that is still one of my top three favorite WrestleMania main events of all time because. Yeah. Yeah, even when I went back, it was amazing back then, and it's still a terrific match by today's standards, but here's the the only, I guess, minor drawback is we're so desensitized to high spots in these multi-band matches that if you go back and watch that match, it might seem a little quote-unquote old-school or slow-paced, if you will, but it's just brilliant psychology, especially for a triple threat match. It is one of the finest if not the finest triple threat match that ww has ever put on on a big stage like that. It was completely flawless and then the aftermath of the first of all the garden goes shit when Benoit has Triple H tapping on he wins the title but then that moment that doesn't get celebrated for obvious reasons but the moment where Benoit and Guerrero are embracing in the ring confetti coming down magic as a pro wrestling fan you know, it doesn't get any better than that. That, that shit was a legit tearjerker. Just knowing that the both of them are, are no longer with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just you know one of the, my nostalgia trips that uh, I had to go back and watch. But if you get a chance, go and revisit that match. You'll see exactly how fucking perfect of a triple threat match that was. Yeah. Now, now you're gonna have to. Now you're gonna have to. Make me, you're gonna make me watch all of this. All this
1: shit. I'm, I'm gonna have to check all of this out now. Um, because this was WrestleMania 20, right?
0: Yeah, March 14th, 2004, Madison Square Garden.
1: Yeah, 15
0: years ago, man. Oh my god! Wow, that's so.
1: I'm I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um, because now now I need to see what
0: what this is all about. Uh. And I'm sure watch. I'm sure you, you you remember watching it, but it's just been so long since the last time you watched long. it that you vaguely remember it. Yeah, uh, man. It's been so long, man. I I know I watched it. I definitely
1: I definitely uh forced my grandmother to order that pay per view for me. <laughs> so I definitely I definitely remember that. Um
0: what year was that
1: again? Oh, four two thousand two thousand four. 2004.
0: That's also Mania yeah, yeah, yeah. where Brock Lesnar and Goldberg had their
1: uh, yeah. The, 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 they they stunk up the place with that one. Yes, I remember that one.
0: Yeah, you also had a classic uh, WWE Championship match between Eddie and Kurt.
1: Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay, it's coming back. Okay. All right. I'm gonna am gonna check that out. Uh, yeah, for I, sure. I got, I, got a, I got a list of them, literally. That I'm gonna I'm gonna just rewatch. And, and see see which ones uh, which ones stand out again to me, but I got one that stands out. So,
0: well, which one, one of one. those stands out? Is it like the 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 pay per view entirely, or just one specific match? Uh,
1: pay per view, mostly entirely, and one specific match in general. Uh, I got to hear this to me. So, Lewis, to me, I believe I mentioned this to you before. Uh, probably a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it definitely was a year ago. Uh, to me, my friend, uh, WrestleMania twelve. Okay. Uh, Nineteen ninety six, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels Iron Man match. Yeah, that's by a, that's far. A good one. That's a good one. By far, one of the greatest in ring matches of mixed with uh both 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 guys' talent, of course. I mean two different levels of talent but meshed well together in a match. The high tense of of knowing or feeling that these guys didn't like each other, that this there was beef. Um oh yeah the the intensity of thinking Brett wins and he's walking down the aisle, thought he won and has to come back into the ring and you know God, it was just so well executed. Um that by far yeah, Lewis, that by far was one of the one of the greatest matches I've seen uh between those two. And, and and in WrestleMania. Like I just I loved it. I thought it was just really just really well done. Uh you had the classic uh Roddy Piper versus Goldust Backlot Brawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. It, it, it's getting, I got it, I'm I'm gonna end up watching all this shit tonight. <laughs> uh you had Diesel versus, versus The Undertaker. That was a good match. Uh I mean it was it just you know what it was, was. It felt so 90s WWF. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it felt like in your house. And, 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 uh, you know, all the in their houses and, and all the WrestleManias, and it just felt like a pay-per-view, it felt big fight feel, like it, it felt really big, it felt like a big event, um, it was in Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California, yeah. um, so it was just, I don't know, man, it really, to me, it was really one of the best, uh, one of the best, Hunter Hearst Helmsley and the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> oh my god, man! It, it was just, it was great. It was, it was great. It was great.
0: Yeah. So clearly, you're fond of of that era. Yeah, I'm. I'm highly, yeah, big time fond of that era. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch that WrestleMania in real time because I hadn't, I hadn't exactly gotten into wrestling yet full time, uh, up until mm-hmm. until like two years after that. Um, ah, so my yeah, so my my experience is is much much different from yours, with that WrestleMania. My favorite WrestleMania of all time is always going to be WrestleMania 17, April 1st, 2000. Wow, April 1st. So we're on the the 18th anniversary of that. Ah yes, yes, yes. Yeah, April 1st, 2001, headlined by Rock versus Austin. Uh the night Austin goes heel, aligns himself with McMahon. You also had TLC two, Triple H versus Undertaker. Just the absolute apex of the attitude era. This is, I mean, it was the absolute peak of, of yeah. the industry yeah. as a whole. I mean, not the industry as a whole, because this WWE had just purchased WCW and ECW was on the verge of folding. But for the WWF at the time, it was their absolute peak. Like, I don't think you could have gotten any better of a – I don't think you could have gotten any better and you couldn't have asked for a much better card in terms of star power at the time. Right. Um, right, right, And Rock versus Austin, that match was just unbelievable. I was pissed off that The Rock lost the way he did because I'm such a Rock mark. But – Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, anytime Rock and Austin step into the ring with one another, it is chemistry from the time the bell rings to the, to the time the match is over. It is just that chemistry is something else, man. And it's not a scientific wrestling clinic. It's not that kind of match. What it is is it's a great brawl mixed in with some really good wrestling. But what makes the match really pitch perfect is the level of intensity between the two because these are the two biggest mm. stars in the industry at the time. You right. got JR's passionate commentary where it was... I love it. Yeah, it was just, man, he's really selling it. Like, this is the match to end all matches, you know? <laughs> this is intense. This is off the page intense. I, I absolutely love it. And on top of that, you're in the Astro. Wow, you're in Houston. Yeah, go go yeah. figure. You're in Houston at the Astrodome. So the crowd is really, if I'm going to give a percentage, I would say 70-30 for Austin, maybe even 80-20. Um, wow. Yeah, the fans are obviously are going to be more into Austin because that's the hometown boy. Um, So right. Rock Rock is getting just a little smidgen of, of booze, not that much. It wasn't like Rock versus Hogan a year later, but – You know, the fans are obviously favoring Austin more. But the fans' reaction, how it went from overly... It went from level 10 for Austin to, like, a state of confusion once he starts aligning with Vince. You can... It's like the confusion was palpable when you hear it and you watch it as you're watching it on TV. And it's like, wait, are we supposed to cheer? Um, (laughs) He's... Like Vince McMahon is helping him. Like we we can't stand Vince. You can't stand Vince. Like what is going mm-hmm. on here? And then they right. you, you hear the fans actually building sympathy for The Rock. And then when <laughs> Austin gets the three count, you get that pop because, like, yes, Austin wins, but it's like, wait, what the Winner. hell did we just witness? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, epic, bro. Okay. Epic. Okay, okay. I I I yeah, okay, I get it. I, I would also put that WrestleMania 18 main event Rock and Hogan as one of the most uh ele- I'll use the rock electrifying main events
0: in WrestleMania history. Because... Hey, can I, can I correct you right there? It actually wasn't the main event. That's the sad part. It was the market. it, it wasn't it the was...
1: main event.
0: Yeah, it wasn't the main event Jericho Triple H went on last. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, Rockin Hogan okay. is is one of the all-time greats as far as uh WrestleMania moments and matches are concerned. Yeah. Lewis, that crowd was so
1: hot for this match.
0: Yeah. It they really were. It
1: gives me it gives me goosebumps when I watch it still to this day. Like I forced Kate to watch that match just so it gave me an excuse to watch it again. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God. I was like, babe, you gotta watch this because look at just listen to the crowd, listen how they're reacting. This is old school wrestling. This is like this is two thousand what two thousand two? Yeah. Uh, uh, Rock and Hogan, and and she's looking at. It, she's like, okay, I get it, I get it, but I'm I'm just giving myself an excuse <laughs> to watch it for like the fifteenth time, dude. Uh. The the
0: match wasn't even special.
1: It no, was it wasn't. It-, it was very uh, yeah.
0: by the numbers. It was a standard Hogan n- match. I mean. Standard Hogan match. Yeah, it wasn't anything special, it, but what made it special yeah, was the crowd. Was
1: the crowd. And then you see them reacting to it, and they're they're so gimmicked out. Like, Hogan is calling it meatball and doing <laughs> the, the, the rakes on the back, the rake of the oh, fingers to the back. Awesome. And Rock is doing his eyebrow and the people's elbow. Like, it was so gimmicky, but it worked so – Oh my God, that crowd was hot! Like I just, I loved it. I that was another favorite of mine. That was
0: another one. Yeah, seriously. Badass. That that's yeah. Rock Rock doesn't get enough credit for being part of some really historic matches. No. Um,
1: no. He, he, that that was that was solid.
0: Yeah, at, at that point, Rock had. Because uh, even the year after that, he had the. The match against Austin at WrestleMania 19, which would turn out to be Austin's retirement match. So he he had three consecutive WrestleManias where he had extremely memorable matches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, WrestleMania 19 is my second favorite WrestleMania of all time. For sure. Re- WrestleMania 19? Yeah, for sure. Who
1: was who's the main event
0: in that? Who Kurt the- Angle versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. Mostly known oh, for Brock yeah. Lesnar's botched shooting star press. Yes, yeah. That was fucking incredibly
1: scary. Oh my god, that could have been, oh, man. Oh, it was that the that was the Hulk Hogan and 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 and, uh, and McMahon and McMahon Street fight, right? dude.
0: That match was ten times better than it had any right to be. Yeah, dude, right. McMahon dropping a leg a leg drop off the ladder to the announce yeah, table. Fantastic. And who could ever forget when he's peeking through the ring apron, that bloody crimson mask that he's put? That is an iconic image in Vince McMahon's history of matches. Listen, man, Vince will do whatever it takes for the show, man. It's for the show. (laughs) I know. And then Roddy Piper's surprise return. Um, You know, yeah, HBK and Y2J stealing the show. That WrestleMania was fucking great, man, from top to bottom. From a wrestling yeah, was, standpoint, it was excellent. Yeah, that was a good one. That was good. You, that's that was the good thing one. they don't make, they don't have WrestleManias like that anymore because they're worried more about quantity over quality. That WrestleMania simply had nine matches. That's it. That's all it needs, man. Yes, that's all honestly, it needs. And every honestly. match got the right amount of time that it deserved. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the some yeah. of the opening matches were short. Obviously, you know, like. Uh, the cruiserweight title match in the beginning, I think, was like less than five minutes, but it was still damn good for the time that it was given.
1: Yeah, and I think you know what? What they should go back and, and and unfortunately, you brought it up a little, just a little while, just having nine matches. It's almost as if they can't do that anymore because of their roster and how crazy. Uh, now WrestleMania has become, hey, you've done a great job this year everybody's going to be on the show somehow yeah. like it doesn't like we got to reward you guys like everyone's going to be on the show somehow and with that comes too much and it, the quality is not that great so that's where they're losing people at is it's so long you're giving me listen yes i know i paid 400 bucks for the seat and i appreciate you Into. Thinking you're entertaining me, but I'm even I'm I'm more entertained with nine solid great storyline led matches versus 12 underdeveloped storyline matches and they're running too long and the show is already at hour number five and we still and we still got four matches left. Like, I, I, I don't know, man, I don't know. It, starts, it starts to lose me, it starts to lose me.
0: Yeah, um, it's funny that you say that because how we, we're, we're complaining that they don't do that anymore. You want to know a right. fun fact? The last WrestleMania that – let's just put it this way. The last WrestleMania that – not counting the pre-show. The last WrestleMania that wasn't over four hours was 2015 when Seth Rollins cashed in the money in the bank. So WrestleMania 31 had – a total of, I think, seven to eight matches. That was the last time WrestleMania was succinct and consistent as far as match quality and pay-per-view quality because after that, good Lord Almighty, every WrestleMania has been uh, on some 12, 13 matches, six-hour type shit.
1: WrestleMania 31 only had seven matches?
0: Yeah, it definitely wasn't more than eight. But that was main evented ah. by Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Mm. Triple H okay. versus Sting was also on the card. Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton was on the card. Um, that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good WrestleMania. It was overall it was a good. You had that ladder match for the IC title. It was a good WrestleMania overall, and you had the, yeah. the Rock and uh, Ronda Rousey, Triple H, Stephanie uh, segment. That was a really yeah. solid WrestleMania, I think it's more appreciated in hindsight because. It, it it's it's not as long, you know. It it right. was like you had mentioned before, it was more based on quality than underdeveloped matches. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And that's what they're missing.
0: Yeah, and uh we're gonna get right into that once we come back, for sure. WrestleMania thirty five. All right. Alrighty, so you know how I mentioned WrestleMania 31 was the end of an era, right? Yeah. I actually watched that at one of the Yep, I Like Wrestling uh, hosted events at, I forget which bar it was at the time. Uh, might be the same bar that we'll end up at on Sunday, but the fans were fucking electric. That bar exploded when Seth Rollins cashed in that money in the bank and won the title. You, and, and, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because it, WrestleMania has gotten to the point where it's not worth attending. Well, it's not worth spending all that money to attend in person because it's so damn long. Now, with that said, I would much rather watch it either A, from the comfort of my living room, or at a bar because at a board, you're still getting the excitement and you're getting the atmosphere and it's going to feel more intimate you know
1: that's true that's true um
0: Lewis what okay so so kind of piggybacking
1: off of that right are you i, I a general question of the card for mania mm-hmm. um what's your level of, of excitement like, if you were a fan, like you, you, you're you you, you bought a ticket before you heard the card. Right. Are you still satisfied? Are you still satisfied? I am. That's the question.
0: I am. Um, the reason why I say that is because I think this is the, I mean, look, given the, the limitations of the product and the storytelling and whatnot, but I think this has been the most engaging road to WrestleMania that they've done in years. I am I, enjoying this WrestleMania season far more than last year or the year prior or even the year before that because the Kofi Mania thing I'm really into. Um, mm-hmm. The women's storyline, that's kind of lost steam a bit because I think it, they, they planted the seeds a little too early. Um, right. and, 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 you know It's just dragging on at this point. I just want to see them fight. But I thought that was well done for the most part. Um, even the Miz and Shane McMahon got a little good program going on for that little grudge match that they have. Uh, what else? The Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar storyline—I don't really care for it to tell you the truth because we hardly see yeah. TV anyway. But I think the match itself is going to be really good. Um, you know, overall, I don't really have too many complaints with this road to WrestleMania. I think I just think there's too many matches, but the build-up towards it, I'm fine with. So to answer your question, if I bought a ticket last September or whenever the, the, the tickets went on sale, if I bought a ticket back then and then they announced this card, I'm fine with it. I mean, granted, you don't have any announced matches with Undertaker or any announced matches of John Cena, but the aforementioned matches, uh, you yeah, know, that'll suffice. I mean, you got Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio on the card, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. what, what are uh, some other marquee matches? Uh
1: uh
0: You have uh, Orton, Styles, yeah, really good. Yeah, Randy Orton, AJ Styles. Um,
1: uh, which, which I I pray to God, I pray man, that that match is any good. Uh, something tells me that's a huge hit or miss. Huge. Not. Like I I, I think. I think one of two things is going to happen. I think Randy Orton, one, Randy Orton is going to come out and, and say this is the match of his career and go for it. Or the second thing could be that him and AJ just don't click. and That's possible. And it's going to look clunky. And AJ's trying his damnness. To elevate But It's just not happening it, it It's just not clicking So I think Match of the night If we're going to talk about it Has the potential to be
0: God Say it Say it Brian versus Kofi uh, you know that's going to be that, a match of the that, night. That, I'm that, telling you,
1: that's a that's a huge possibility. Um, uh, that's a huge possibility. Uh, but I don't know why. But i part of me is also thinking, uh, maybe, maybe H and Batista, believe oh, it or not. Shit.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm looking forward to that match too, and I like that storyline because it's simple, it's not overdone. Um, They're limiting Batista's appearances. I don't even know if he was on Raw tonight. Yeah, he's um, on Raw tonight. He's okay, Raw yeah, that tonight. would make sense because it's the go-home show. Um, Yeah, that match I'm looking forward to too. I like heel Batista. Yeah. I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, I. I, I no, that's my... I, dude, I honestly... I've been hearing this could be the first... One of the first times where a major pay-per-view like a mania where all... Of the baby faces go over Oh boy So That can also Say a lot about Going into uh, But that is a possibility That all The baby faces Somehow go over What's your thought?
0: Well You know what? How about this? How about we give our predictions for the marquee matches? I am okay. not going to okay. sit here I will I will spare the listeners I'm not going to give predictions (laughs) for every single one of those 15, 16, 17, 20, 25 matches on that card. (laughs) However, (laughs) because you got two battle royals, two meaningless fucking battle royals. You got a fatal forward for the women's tag titles. You got a SmackDown tag title match. You got an IC title match, a US title match. You got Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. You got this. You got that. Holy shit. It's overwhelming. I'm just going to I want to give my predictions on the marquee matches. So, let's start with let's start with Lesnar and Rollins. The obvious choice is, is Seth Rollins winning the title, right? But somehow I feel like they're going to throw a monkey wrench in every fan's expectations and have Lesnar come out with the title. I would be uh, well
1: I wouldn't be surprised, man. Like would you would you be surprised if that happened?
0: No. I would be pissed absolutely. off, but I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, I, I would I'd be pissed off. But no way would I feel like uh like this is unexpected. How dare they? No, no. Yeah. That's what WWE is good for. Vince loves Brock. Vince looks at Brock as the guy, as the main event type of talent. Like he's you know he's that guy, and you know he would he uh would he definitely have Brock go over on that stage absolutely because he loves Brock, i know and he thinks Brock Brock's big, you know Vince has never been big on on he he never vince has never ever ever shown through storyline or actions. What to exactly do or make of Seth Rollins? Never. If you look at Seth Rollins' career, he has lots of highs, lots of lows, and lots of just flatliners. And there's never, but, there, but the highs, Lewis, were never big highs. Like they were never highs enough to make you think that he was the man or that he was the guy for, you know, to, to lead the company. You got that from from Roman Reigns a little bit in the way they booked Roman Reigns, but you never got that from Seth. Seth always stayed like mid-tier, slightly higher, and you could tell they just never knew what to do with him. So would I be surprised if Seth won? A little, Um, but if Vince is smart... He'll do what the fans want him to do, and 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 have Brock drop that title. I think fans are legitimately uh, tired uh, tired of seeing Brock with that title. So. Yeah,
0: and it's affecting the overall presentation of Monday Night Raw too, because if the champion is not around, it doesn't it gives less of an incentive for fans to tune in, and it gives less of an incentive from a storyline perspective, of course, from a kayfabe perspective for the For the talent to really compete on Raw, what you're gonna gonna compete for a non-title every week? You know they need to they need to go back to having a champion defend titles on Raw, and I just I'm tired of it, man. I just want to see This is this would be Seth Rollins' big moment. He had that big moment four years ago that we talked about when he cashed in and won the WWE title, but this is his true coronation. This would be his true coronation. This is his time. He needs to walk out of WrestleMania as universal champion, period.
1: Mm. That's true. He needs
0: this. He Ab- needs this. Absolutely. Now, let's, let's go into the other title match. Kofi Mania's running wild, brother. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> the people. Oh, not the people's champion. Excuse me. The planet's champion. Defending yeah. the get it, WWE, get it right, Lewis. Get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get it, Let me let me not get it twisted before <laughs> Dwayne Johnson calls me up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we have the Planet Champion, the Planet's Champion. Uh, he's defending the WWE Hemp Title <laughs> against Kofi <laughs> Kingston. <laughs> I think this match is going to be out fucking standing, regardless of the outcome. These fans are going to be so invested. It reminds me of five years ago when Daniel Bryan was on his quest to become WWE champion. Wow. Have the tables turned. It's like the, you got to love the irony in this, in this angle, like five years ago, Daniel Bryan, the storyline was that he was accused of being a B plus player and the fans just rallied. They wanted him so bad to win the title. he finally got that. Yes. mania moment. You fast forward five years later, now he's the piece of shit, uh, elite Not even elitist. The uh, the condescending heel, and he's talking about Kofi Kingston being the B plus player. That's what I love. I just love the irony yeah. in the storyline, man. Yeah. Like now it's Kofi Kingston is the the man of the people. This match is gonna. This match is definitely a, a, a show stealing potential, a potentially show stealing kind of match. I mean, yeah. if The fans were into Kofi when they were the last two at Elimination Chamber, and remember, I was in person. I just imagine WrestleMania like this is Kofi's big fucking moment. I'm so excited.
1: You know, I. I so you're. You, so you got Kofi going over.
0: I am being cautiously optimistic because I do understand that Daniel Bryan is having a terrific run, and there's all there's that possibility that they want to. Keep the title on Daniel Bryan longer So I'm being cautiously optimistic But yes, I do predict that Kofi wins
1: Okay, I You know, Lewis I I, I get it Um, I'm happy for Kofi <laughs> I'm happy for Kofi I think it, I think the match is going to be great, by the way uh, I don't even they, know where They've the got good chemistry They've got really good chemistry Yeah, right yeah they do. I don't even know where all this came from, Lewis. To tell you the truth,
0: uh, well, I'll but, tell you. I'll tell you where where it came from. Mustafa Ali got hurt, and Kofi uh, was his replacement. That was it. So once once Kofi had that gauntlet match, um, to see who would enter the chamber last on SmackDown, that was it, man. It was, the rest is history from there. I think the fans just finally realized, like, yo, you know what? Let's get behind Kofi because he's been busting his ass. He's he's a a terrific performer, and he's likable. You know, let's just get behind him. He's our guy right now. Yeah. the fans. I, I, the fans literally spoke. Yeah, the the fans spoke.
1: And if you want that, if you want that entire stadium to go crazy, you have Kofi go over. Oh yeah, and win that title right but part of me Uh part of me just does not feel too confident in Vince McMahon booking and making that happen so I'm predicting it's going to come it's going to be just like Elimination Chamber where each fall seemed like it was going in Kofi's favor and then just one thing doesn't go right and then boom he gets screwed again, and that's it. That he he doesn't get, he doesn't get the title. Another prediction I may have, Uh-oh. and this is this is a wild this is a wild one, is that you may see one of the New Day cost Kofi the title.
0: I could yo that's so funny that you mentioned that because Karen, who she's not, uh. You know, she's not a wrestling fan per se at all. But, you know, she, she keeps up with it through me. So when I showed her, I've been showing her footage of the, the whole Kofi Mania storyline. And she goes, you know what? They're going to turn on Kofi. And I'm like, mm. yeah, you know, I, I like your wrestling Uh-oh. smarts, baby. You've been hanging around me a lot. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that it's going to happen at WrestleMania. I think Kofi gets his moment. But I think they start planting the seeds further down the line to where they eventually build up to a heel turn uh, for Xavier bro, Woods bro. And, Big, and Big E. And, and they end up turning mm. on Kofi. I could see that gradually because they—I think about it. That would be a really good angle. That's a good angle. Yeah. Yeah. Like they could just yeah, but- turn heel and then Xavier Woods' um, his reasoning or his justification for it would be, you know, we held you back, man. And when are we gonna get our opportunity to be main event players? We don't wanna be your lackeys anymore and it'll be something like that. But New Day does make a ton of money for Vince and I don't really know if Vince is ready to break up the New Day yet. Because they've <laughs> that that is that is true. They're when it comes to Vince bars.
1: Yeah, when it comes to Vince, the bottom line is everything. So um that but but that's a hell dude, that's a hell of a story you could tell with that man. You can you can have that program run. For a few months, easily. Oh yeah. Um, I I I love that. I love the fact that that could be a possibility. Um, I agree. They probably won't do that at Mania, um, because that's a lot. So I think Kofi gets his moment, but he he's got to get his moment at Mania. Uh, unless unless they give him his moment at Mania and he drops it on SmackDown. I mean, yeah. that's also a possi- that's also a possibility. Um, I just don't know if Kofi holds it, if if Kofi will be holding it for a long period of time. That's where I'm, that's where I'm sort
0: of uh, on the fence. Yeah, I can't see him as a long-term champion either. Um, I don't know, maybe like two months, three months. But then again, it really depends on how well business is doing because Kofi is a draw. I've been following the SmackDown ratings and viewership has increased with every Kofi Kingston segment since Elimination Chamber. Really? Okay. Yeah, so people are into this angle. They are into it, man. They are into Kofi Kingston, and the numbers don't lie. And I think Vince is going to take notice of that. So it it mm. depends on how 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 his main event run does as far as viewership is concerned. I think that's ultimately what it depends on. But it may not be the worst thing in the world, I mean, this is October we're talking about, but it may not be the worst thing in the world to have Kofi Kingston as WWE champion when SmackDown heads to Fox. Right. Not this, you could do and worse. You could do worse than that. Yes, you
1: can, but I definitely don't think that's something Vince State sees as being box office, major draw, Fox. And I don't even think that's something Fox would say, hey, Kofi Kingston... Who in the hell is that? Like, like uh, give me Roman, give me Cena, give me take, give me somebody. But Kofi, no, I, I definitely don't think they're going into a Fox deal with that. But uh, so maybe this would be the time to experiment. You give you 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 give Kofi the title, let him run it for like two two three 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 pay per views. So, or at least get us closer to the Fox deal. And then slowly work in the New Day turn. I mean, then you may have something to work with going into Fox, maybe. But I don't think I mean, if I'm I'm not Vince, but if I'm thinking how I think Vince thinks, there's no way Kofi's going into Fox with the title. There's just no way. No way. Unless he's unless he blows up. Like blows up. No way.
0: Yeah, I don't really see that either. Um but as far as WrestleMania is concerned, I think Kofi should get his moment. It would be nice.
1: Yes, absolutely. It will be nice. Definitely be nice.
0: Um, Let's see. You know what's interesting? Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, right? That's obviously just a grudge match. But do you think they give Roman Reigns the sympathy win? Or do you think that they build Drew McIntyre more and give him more monster heel heat and have him win? Cause I've been thinking about that If you really want Drew McIntyre To be the ultimate heel Have him beat Roman Reigns At Wrestlemania And have him do it In such a vicious fashion On um, but, but then I again see, they, they, I, they may not do it because it's Wrestlemania They want that feel good moment for Roman Reigns
1: that is the only reason why I would say Roman's gonna win uh is because of the or because of everything he went through now he's back at mania uh they think the only right thing to do is to have that feel good moment against against drew and and sacrifice drew. I mean to me, it hurts drew to tell you the truth uh drew is a badass uh. And yet, you keep having him not reach full heel badass potential. Yes, he destroyed Dean Ambrose, but that was because Dean's leaving, and WWE is not going to give you WWE is not going to let Dean go over or look strong. So that that was like a sympathy thing, like okay, uh, take Dean, take Dean out. So I think to solidify the legitimacy. Of his heelness, I think Drew needs somebody big to beat, and this would be great. And I, and even if Drew won, it wouldn't hurt Roman. So, in my opinion, it wouldn't hurt Roman. Uh, so, I would think yes. Have you want? You're in New York City. Have some shockers on the 35th anniversary of Ru- of WrestleMania. Do what you think, do what you think the fans A would love to see, B, what would explode storyline, and C advance the guys that you have plans to advance in the first place. You know, like Drew McIntyre is that he's gonna be the biggest heel on the show. So how do you have the biggest heel go over? You have him beat possibly the biggest baby face in the company, Roman Reigns. And it wouldn't hurt Roman. It would not hurt Roman. So, I'm, I want Drew to win, but I'm saying, I'm thinking Roman's going to go over.
0: Yeah. I, I'm predicting the same thing too. I want yeah. Drew. I think everybody wants Drew. And it has nothing to do with me no. being insensitive to, listen, Roman Reigns as a person, God bless him. And I hope he continues to fight the leukemia, but that has nothing to do with him as a wrestling character. Like his no. character, I'm. I'm still. Although he has made strides since his return, he's coming off. He's coming across less scripted, more natural, more comfortable on the mic, and I, I have been noticing that. So I do yes. give Roman Reigns props for that. But I this doesn't mean that overnight I'm all of a sudden a Roman Reigns fan either.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And I listen. I've never been high on Roman
1: Reigns. I don't I personally don't see what all the hype is about, why people like him, think he's the next guy. I mean he looks good, he's a good looking dude, he's big. Uh but other than that, there is zero about Roman Reigns that speaks superstar to me. Um I just don't I just don't get it. Uh so I would love to see Roman lose because I'm tired <laughs> of the whole Roman I'm just tired of the whole Roman gimmick. I'm just not a big fan. I hate the 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 chest plate crap that he wears for the ring. I hate the combat boots. I hate the long hair. I hate everything about him. I hate it. I just don't. I just don't like. I just. I just don't get. I don't like it. It's not entertaining to me. He's he's not that good or believable on the mic. He comes off like you at times very scripted and very. Uh, just one note, like you he doesn't connect. He doesn't connect. That's the problem. Um, so I, I, I just, I, I don't care about them I don't, I only care about the match to get Drew over. But that's it. Other than that, I'm sort of like, okay, who cares? Like, like if this, if this is not going to advance Drew, then what's the point of this? You could have left Roman off the show, honestly.
0: True. So that's true. Good Lord, Keone, those are some strong ro- words for Roman Reigns.
1: Listen, man, I, I just never, just never, just never been a fan, man.
0: I think never he's good in big match situations. He's a good performer when it comes to. Because think about it, it's very rare that you see a bad Roman Reigns match. I haven't, I haven't seen a bad Roman Reigns match. Like all his matches are actually good. Um, he's good, he's, he's a good big time right. performer, like Cena, Cena was no Kurt Angle or AJ Styles or any, or Eddie Guerrero, but he, when it came time for big time, big money matches, he always seemed to put on good matches. And yes, he had great opponents to work with, but you got to give some credit to Cena. And I think it's the same thing with Roman Reigns. too. you got to give some credit to him as well. It takes two people to tango. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true.
0: So yeah. Um, yeah so there's that we'll we'll see that that outcome the outcome for that match is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's just go on to predicting the main event. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Ronda Rousey. Now seemingly I don't know what they did or announced tonight on Raw cuz I haven't seen mm-hmm. Raw, but now seemingly it's winner take all. Yes, winner take all. So I think it's a no brainer that Becky Lynch wins and uh, we unify both women's titles. And I think that's a smart move because I've been noticing that you can do more with one women's title and one pair of women's tag titles and just have the champions traveling through both shows than to have two separate divisions because the women's roster is not stacked like that, you know, to have all these legitimate contenders on both raw and SmackDown, So it just makes sense to have the champion just travel through both shows.
1: I agree. I I agree. I think that's the smarter way. I thought that's what Stephanie came out and made that announcement. I thought that's what she was going to make is that we are unifying the titles. Um, But winner takes all, it's obvious that they're unifying them. So uh, Becky is a no-brainer. But don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. If Becky wasn't a no brainer and they give that main event big win to Rhonda because oh, they look at Rhonda, they look at Rhonda as being the cash cow mega star uh Rhonda Rousey that she is, and they're in New York, she's got the titles she unified she beat like I would not be surprised that Vince wanted to see those optics. I would not be surprised, but the right thing to do. The thing that will speak to the fans and the decision that makes the most sense for moving the for, for the company forward with the women's division is to have Becky win that title. So I think this is, Louis. I can't wait to watch this with you, son, because I <laughs> I feel I feel we're going to be either cursing. Cursing WWE at that bar, or we're going to be pleasantly surprised. It's good. I just have a feeling we're going to get a couple of a couple of matches where we're scratching their head, like what? What?
0: Hopefully like, it's really? not that. Hopefully it's not that women's match. First of all, I think the the match itself is going to be awesome, just because. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just because they they, they have a huge chip on their shoulder. This is the first time women our main events in WrestleMania and the storyline has been building for months and months and months. And it's finally hitting this crescendo. Um Both. I mean, both uh, all three women are, are over in their own ways. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I just think it's, it's going to be a kick-ass match.
1: Yeah, man, it's going to be solid. I'm really happy for the women Uh well-deserved. It's not like something that was just, handed to them. I mean, they've been destroying it all year with everything they've been doing. Um, so, they really, it's really well-deserved. Uh, I think they're going to bring the house down. Um, it's it's going to be... Uh, it should be... It should end the night really yes. well.
0: Yes, it should. I like how you said it should bring the house down because they should be more concerned with waking people up. Yeah, that's Dude, by that point in the night, oh my God, you're going to have to probably give me a nudge because I'll probably be falling asleep. Yeah. Dude, because I'm already going to be burned out from the entire weekend attending two wrestling no, events uh, in a row. So yes. you can imagine, like, it's like fucking 1130, 12 o'clock, whenever this main event is going to go on, I'm I'm going to be spent, bro. Like, they, they're going to have to do something amazing. They're going to have to bring in ladders, make it a TLC match or some crazy <laughs>
1: uh listen i don't i don't i I don't disagree i could i could see that happening man especially if if what's leading into their match has been all dead just dry matches then yeah that's 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 gonna be a problem man that's gonna be a problem they need to they need to they need to they need to lead in hot so my prediction is that match my prediction is that that Brock and the Brock and uh and and, and Rollins match is going to be one of those like it's going to be fast it's going to be 10 minutes tops in my eyes
0: yeah, that, yeah i don't expect that match to be long anyway
1: yeah and it's going to be it's just going to be it's going to be one of those matches where it's going to be a shit show it's going to be Rollins fighting for his life uh and Brock uh throwing nine suplexes yeah. uh, and you know it's gonna be so it with the excitement of that knowing that possibly Rollins will win I think that's a good lead-in I think that's a good lead-in so um it could work or it could piss everybody off and have Brock win so it like it, I don't know man like it, it, it could go either way but the right thing to do is have Roman is, is have Rollins.
0: Take it home. Yeah, yeah, definitely. um t- Man, this is this is one of those WrestleManias where there's so much to keep track of. Yeah, that, uh, it, it's it's sort of like, how do you even keep track of all these predictions? And it's just it's just so me- this is just so much. And this isn't even counting the pre-show. No, not even counting the pre-show. <laughs> Good lord almighty God bless those fans at midlife Uh, At least the weather uh, I checked the forecast The weather is going to be nice on Sunday Like really nice Um, Yeah So it's going to be comfortable weather Even in the stadium Like you know You should be fine with like a light jacket or a hoodie But um, I don't like the weather for Friday though Friday we're going to get periodic rain oh man
1: Are we, we're not outside though right no we're
0: no the, we're, we're inside anyway so it doesn't really matter but it would be nice if the weather was, was better but the weather will get yeah, better man. after friday i saw that uh it's gonna be in the the low 60 no the high 50s low 60s yeah for saturday and sunday oh that's good man that's good i'm i'm listen uh welcome back to new york lewis i mean that's yeah, as as, yeah you... my my lungs are going to be filled with smog as soon as I get off the
1: plane. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen, man,
1: this is what you this is what you left, man. The, the unpredictability of the weather patterns in this in this area. I mean,
0: yeah, we'll and see. also the unpredictability of 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 what the prices are for uh, a Jack and Coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I can tell you right now, man, you may have to limit yourself to like two because listen, maybe, listen. maybe even, maybe even you, one. You
0: tell me, you tell me, what is the average price nowadays for a, a drink over there in New York?
1: Uh, Easy, $10. That's it? Ten, I'm 10, 11, it was like dollars 10, $10, 11 If you're going specialty drinks, higher grade liquor, then you're looking at 12 and above, 12 to like $17 for a drink.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I figured.
1: Yeah, man. So it, it, you gotta listen, man. Come here with a budget and don't go over that budget, brother. Because trust me, I'm having a budget. So
0: oh yeah, I'm, I'm I, having. Uh, ai mean, I'm not I'm, I'm not trying to be that cheap, but I'm also on on a budget too. I'm not trying to get that crazy for watered down drinks either.
1: Yeah, man. Trust me, you when, you'll get the you'll get hit with the ah. I see why I moved to Texas now because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you're gonna be like, "Damn, this is crazy! What? What?" what no in the no, hell no are you doubt about starting? that. I I could totally see that. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But you know, good times all around, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun weekend. Um, and Monday. you're going to RAW on, on Monday, aren't you? Yes, I'm, I I will be at RAW. The wife right. has agreed uh she will she will join me at raw on monday which i'm which I, based on how well of a, how good of a mania we get Raw. oh be yeah it's gonna be exciting um,
0: because usually the Raw after mania has the most raucous crowd of the year so you're, you're gonna be here for a treat
1: yes yes so i'm i'm looking forward to a hell of a raw um so yeah man looking very
0: it's good it's Jesus man it's going to be a great great long weekend man. Well this is what we this is what we we got to do man. For all the listeners be on the lookout on social media because there's a huge possibility that Kiyote and I are going to do some sort of Facebook live or IG live version of either scriptly adapted uncut or let me just say this. You know just a, a very impromptu kind of thing giving our feedback and overall experience at Access. What, what do you think? So about uh, 15, 20 minutes oh, yeah. or so?
1: Oh, yeah, man. That, that, that's that got to happen. At least once. At least one time. Yeah, for
0: sure. For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that we definitely have to do that. So, yeah, stay tuned, guys. Uh, stay on the lookout because we... we Depending on how, how impressed we are with Access or how happy we are at, at NXT or how uh, how lewis is 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 drowning his sorrows uh, in the disappointment of wrestlemania with a couple of jacking folks. <laughs> we'll see what we'll 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 see what happens something it's going to be an eventful an eventful few days yeah it
0: is going to be uh, eventful indeed I, I don't know how uh, i don't know how my voice is going to hold up uh, throughout the weekend <laughs>
1: it's gonna be listen man this is what you listen you get that one one weekend a year where we can revert back into teenage years and just do our thing and have fun and just enjoy the enjoy the whole damn whole damn uh, night and weekend man so it's gonna be it's gonna be definitely it will be
0: good times well that pretty much wraps it up for this episode it was a very long episode but it's always a pleasure Scriptly Adapted on Cut and Friends Yes,
1: you, thank you, sir. It's, it's always a pleasure being on with you as well. Well,
0: I shall see you in a couple of days, brother. Yes, sir. Uh, get ready, man. I'm, I'm
1: hyped. I'm hyped. I, I got to find me a velvet, velveteen dream shirt. I'm checking out that website you just sent me. So, uh, uh, give me one of those bad boys. For yeah, the, you for better the get
0: expedited shipping on that.
1: Uh, oh shit! I, you know what? I just <laughs> thought about. I got all I, I got that right now. You're right. <laughs> Right. Shout, out, shout out to T-Punk. So right. I know that right now. <laughs> Absolutely. All nice. right,
0: listeners. You guys have a good night and uh, enjoy WrestleMania weekend. NXT TakeOver Friday night. Uh, G1 Supercar will be airing on the Fight app if you don't already have that, um, as well as NGA, NJPW World and the, uh, the ROH. Uh, network that Ring of Honor has, and uh, rest. Oh, you know what? The Hall of Fame ceremony also airs that night. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, so right. that's that's right. the other thing that we glossed over. But um, that's that should be pretty eventful too. DX getting inducted, yeah. Harlem Heat, all that good stuff. Heart, Heart,
1: Heart Foundation. Foundation.
0: That's right. And then you got uh, WrestleMania mm-hmm. to cap off the weekend, and then the Raw after and the SmackDown mm-hmm. after. So the next. The next seven days should be should be off the hook. So, uh, yeah, off the hook, definitely, man. So, thank you for tuning in, listeners. Until next time.